Hello, and welcome to Comic Book Herald's take on if the Ultimate Universe of Marvel Comics is returning in 2020, and frankly, is the Ultimate Universe already back and nobody quite noticed. Marvel's Ultimate Universe of Comics came to a fiery end in 2015 during the Incredible Secret Wars event by Jonathan Hickman and Issa Rivich. Despite the end of the universe, though, characters and ideas have very much continued in Marvel's main continuity, Earth-616, including recent allusions to a full-fledged return. I'm debuting founder and editor-in-chief of ComicBookHerald.com. Today I'll be answering what's become of the Ultimate Universe since Secret Wars, how Marvel's quietly bringing it back before our very eyes, and theories for the right way to bring it back, per my ideas. Thanks everybody for listening. If you like the content here on Comic Book Herald, uh, you can like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. That is greatly appreciated. Or, of course, subscribe to the podcast, Best Comics Ever. Or, as always, you can go find more of my writing, more of the site we're producing at comicbookherald.com, including full reading orders for Marvel's Ultimate Universe, which ran from 2000 to 2015, as well as a post-Secret Wars Ultimate Universe reading order. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's the only one of its kind, the Ultimate Universe, as it's been seen in the Marvel U since Secret Wars seemingly blew it all up. Before we dive into the content today, I have some patrons to thank. Thank you, Steve Brennan. Thank you, Robert Mickelson, for your support on Comic Book Herald, or excuse me, patreon.com slash comic book herald. If you like the site and want to support, you can go on over there and check out some ways to do so that are all greatly appreciated, including getting your name read on the podcast and YouTube content. All right, let's a talk about the Ultimate Universe and whether or not Marvel is going to be bringing it back or has already brought it back here in the short term. The Ultimate Universe, what is it? What do you need to know when you talk about the Ultimate Universe? It's a a universe that ran from, again, the years 2000 to 2015, and it basically reimagines the Marvel Universe for a modern lens, right? It looks at a modern context at the time of the 2000s, and really just re, um, you know, it like not redoes, but sort of retells some of the origins of these characters, some of the foundational elements, and reimagines situations that, you know, characters like Peter Parker would find themselves in, in at the time, you know, 2000 society. So the ultimate Spider-Man was kind of the launch of this. Brian Michael Bendis, artist Mark Bagley, they took on the origin of Spider-Man from scratch. Things like him being bullied by Flash Thompson, a new character Kong, um, him meeting Wolverine for the first time and adopting his hairstyle while starting to say things like put a cork in it, bub, which is extremely delightful. That's from Marvel team up number one. But again, all of this setting up this new universe that a lot of fans quite love. It's the Ultimate Universe Comics, and I highly recommend you check out the full reading order in the show notes here. Again, you can find the whole thing on comicbookherald.com to enjoy the universe in its entirety. Again, it's like there is a conclusion of sorts in 2015 when Secret Wars, a big event, happened, and it smashed universes together. Worlds will live, worlds will die. You know, DC style Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, I love Secret Wars. One big, one of the biggest takeaways from it, though, was basically like it's also going to mean the Ultimate Universe is dying. It's a dead universe. Okay, if it's dead, and actually, before we even say that, if you want to read Ultimate Universe comics, 
Now's a really good time to do so with Comic Book Herald and with the My Marvelous Year Reading Club. Go on over to MyMarvelousYear.com or Patreon.com slash MyMarvelousYear for details. But effectively, as I'm recording this, we're in the process of launching a full reading club and podcast going through all of the Ultimate Universe. If that sounds like fun to you, again, these like modern reintroductions to characters and ways to get into Marvel Comics, and so much of the Ultimate Universe, and I'm not going into the details, but so much of it has since like been built into the MCU. So many of the MCU's ideas come from Ultimate Universe Comics. If you're interested in that, again, go to MyMarvelousYear.com or Patreon.com slash MyMarvelousYear for more details. All right. In the meantime, though, what's the Ultimate Universe been doing since Secret Wars? The continuation has primarily been seen in three characters, uh, one of which is Jimmy Hudson. He's like uh, kind of Wolverine light from the Ultimate U. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about him because, frankly, he is not as essential to me as the next two, which are Miles Morales and the Maker. Now, Miles Morales, likely a name you know, the star of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and they a very, very well-deserving Spider-Man in his own right does, in fact, come from the Ultimate Universe. He was created around 2010, 2011, and in Secret Wars, the 2015 event, he's one of the few Ultimate Universe characters who escapes to Battleworld and kind of with some of his memories intact. And as a parting gift for lending Owen Reese, a.k.a. the Molecule Man, the hamburger he kept in his pocket throughout the entire event, which is a delightful moment, Owen Reese, the Molecule Man, sends Miles back to Earth-616, so sends him across from the dead Ultimate Universe to the proper you know, Marvel Universe that we all know and love that's been running since 1962, and he sends him and a bunch of his friends and family through as well. So that's all kind of like a parting gift from Molecule Man is the reason we get Miles. Again, this character that was created by Brian Michael Bendis, Sarah Pakelli, uh, I think colors a lot of times by Justin Ponzer in 2011, why we get him carrying through into the Marvel Universe proper. But it's, you know, I think no surprise for people. He's one of the biggest, most celebrated characters of the Ultimate U. He immediately becomes an Avenger, joining the all-new, all-different Avengers. And, you know, it's we have Miles around in the Marvel Universe. He's been in books like uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man, a current ongoing a series just called Spider-Man, which was, you know, basically the, the agreement between him and Peter Parker, the existing Earth-616 Spider-Man, is they can both go by Spider-Man while they're here. So they're both going by the title. You know, we've seen Miles in everything from the pages of Venom, like I'm showing here, to unbelievable Gwenpool, which we'll get to in a moment. But, you know, he's just a part of the verse now. Like I said, he joins the Avengers immediately. It doesn't get much more part of the Marvel Universe than that. He's got an ongoing now by Miles Morales and, or by Miles Morales, by Saladin Ahmed and uh, Javier Garon initially, and that is called Miles Morales Spider-Man. So we see him take on classic Spidey villains like the Rhino. He also, as far as we know, does not really remember the details of the Ultimate Universe. This is a scene from the unbelievable Gwenpool number six, where Miles he he's you know he's confused by what she is saying, which is frequently the case when Gwenpool is talking to people. She is very very meta. She reads the comics that these characters are in. It's actually a really fun meta series. Um, but here she's telling him, you know, you come from the Ultimate Universe, and he has no idea what she's talking about. And and that kind of holds true to some degree today. The other character that's been a major holdover from the Ultimate Universe into 616 is the Maker. Now, the Maker is kind of an idea that starts with Brian Michael Bendis' sort of trilogy of events. Um, I believe it's the Ultimate Enemy trilogy, where 
And this is kind of spoilery territory for the Ultimate Universe. So if you do want to do that dive, uh, you've been forewarned. The Maker is a basically what happens if Reed Richards goes bad. Okay, so that's the big reveal of Ultimate Enemy. Uh, the Maker, though, really transforms into one of the most fascinating uh, supervillains of the universe when Jonathan Hickman starts writing The Ultimates, a series that he did for an all-too-brief, I think, 12-issue series. Um, but here you've got Grey Hulk making a deal with The Maker. He has an incredible, incredible entrance or incredible storyline in um, in The Ultimates comics that are written by Hickman. But you know now he is in the pages of Venom. As well, he is frequently around there. He's been in a lot of Al Ewing written material, like New Avengers, and also, relevantly, the Ultimates. So, the Ultimate Universe is dead. That said, Marvel immediately post Secret Wars decided to launch a series called the Ultimates. Now, this can be a little confusing. It is not actually a carryover of anyone from the Ultimate Universe. They are just taking the name, sort of. And in some ways, taking some of the ambition of the title, but really, really, it's just Ewing and Rockford and and a bunch of other um, talented, talented creators doing a huge cosmic book to the point that you have like Galactus leading a team called the Eternity Watch. Ultimates was my favorite comic, Marvel comic of 2016. And uh, here's a picture on the YouTube channel of Galactus punching Ego in the mouth. So that's like one of many, many reasons it was my favorite. For our purposes, the most relevant takeaway from The Ultimates, aside from me just plugging it and saying, my goodness, everyone should read this, in the final issue, Ultimates 2, um, I think it's issue 9. Weirdly, it ended at like an oversized issue 9. Some of the Ultimate Universe Ultimates, Iron Man, Hulk, Hank Pym, Janet Van Dyne, they actually come back, and they come back through a plot of the Makers, again, evil alternate uh, Ultimate Universe Reed Richards. They come back through a plot of his, and they actually survive and take a ship out into, like, I don't know, the multiverse, the, the spaceways, whatever you want to call it. It's on a cosmic level. They're just out there in the Marvel Universe post-Ultimates 2, which ended in, I want to say, 2017. So, again... Examples of the Ultimate Universe like seeping into Marvel Comics since its uh, you know death of sorts are, are abundant. And another includes very recently in the pages of House of X, Jonathan Hickman has taken characters that he established, Zorn and Zorn. Now X O R N Zorn has a has a home in Earth six one six via Grant Morrison's creation in the early two thousands. But Zorn Z O R N is is kind of a Hickmanism from his Ultimates run, and we've seen both of them actually, or seemingly, uh, alluded to in the pages of House of X, the X-Men series. So there's there's some explanation there, or p- possible explanation, to show, like, okay, what what is the actual extent of the Ultimate Universe bleed-through into Marvel Comics? Which brings us to today. How is the return accelerating? Okay, so we know the Ultimate Universe is around. We know the universes have merged to degrees. Um, in the case of Miles Morales comics, you know, we've seen everyone from Genki, his best friend, to a character like Bombshell, um, to his parents. You know, these are all Ultimate Universe creations. Uh, Uncle Aaron, you know, they are all in Earth-616. Now we're seeing, all of a sudden, here's the Ultimate Universe Green Goblin. So these are from very recent issues 
of Miles Morales' Spider-Man. I believe it's issues like 9, 10, 11-ish is the story that's ongoing right now, again, written by Salad and Ahmed. And again, Green Goblin from the Ultimate Universe, he's back. As Miles is saying here, I know him from somewhere else, but the more I try to remember where, the blurrier the memory goes. So again, he doesn't know yet that this is Ultimate Universe shenanigans, but he's getting those vibes again. Like, the memories are coming back, the Ultimate Universe is returning. Now, the biggest moment here, uh, literally and figuratively, is this character called Ultimatum. And he shows up looking really a ton like Giant Man, a ton like Hank Pym from the Ultimate Universe. He kind of has like a cap-looking shield on his back. And also, it's no accident his name is Ultimatum. That is a loaded term in the Ultimate Universe. As readers of the verse know, that's an event that happened in the late 2000s, which really turned the Ultimate Universe on its head. I won't go into the specifics of whether or not it was um, a good event, but let's just say it was generally not well received. Even though I think when you just like objectively state the things it tried to do, it's kind of fa- it's kind of a fascinating train wreck. Either way, a pointed decision to name the character Ultimatum, and the big reveal that we get in Miles Morales Spider-Man is that Ultimatum is actually Miles Morales. That's right. This is the other version of Miles. Okay, a little bit of explanation here. In Spider-Man, <laughs> a series written by Brian Michael Bendis, unsurprisingly, there's a really great story. The first one, I think comes out in 2011, where Miles of the Ultimate Universe, Miles Morales, meets Peter Parker, Spider-Man of Earth-616. It's a fantastic five-issue mini. I highly recommend everyone to go read it. The big kind of cliffhanger that it ends on is there's a... There's two. There's a Peter Parker of the Ultimate Universe. He was the original Spider-Man in the Ultimate Universe. There's a Peter Parker of Earth 616. He's the Spider-Man of our you know known universe. There's a Miles Morales of the Ultimate Universe. So who is the Miles Morales of Earth 616? And that's who you're looking at here on the YouTube screen. This character is revealed in Spider-Man 2, which actually only came out in 2017. So okay, there's this uh, er- like original Earth 616 Miles. He's calling himself Ultimatum. He's back. He's an enemy of the Miles that we know and love. Spider-Man, why does that matter? Well, the reason it matters the most is last we saw Miles Morales in Spider-Man 2, and let's just call him Miles Morales 2 for the sake of, or Dark Miles Morales, I guess. He's like, he's friends with the Kingpin, you know, he's in a crime, etc. We'll call him Dark Miles. Dark Miles, last we saw him, seemingly had transported to the Ultimate Universe, or something that looks very much like the Ultimate Universe. This is in Spider-Man 2, again, like the final two issues. He's looking for a deceased loved one, and he transports universes. This is an idea given to him by Earth-616 Wilson Fisk, actually, in a plot not entirely dissimilar from uh, Into the Spider-Verse, you know, kind of the main reason that Wilson Fisk in that story is looking to, is looking to, you know, like travel, travel through dimensions. Um, but this Miles lands on this Earth, and we get this quick, very quick, like two-page spread of the Ultimates. Now, there are some differences here. Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, we know her from the Ultimate Universe, Thor, Cap, Hulk, Hank Pym. Um, then there's Human Torch, we know him. But the big differences here, Riri Williams, a Brian Michael Bendis creation, operating as Iron Man. This is not something we've seen in uh, in Ultimate Comics, or had not seen, you know, so like that's a progression. We also see someone who seems to be Peter Parker 
operating as Spider-Man. And the reason I say seems to be Peter is not because of the old classic costume, but because of who he's talking to and the way he talks. He's on a comm with Mary Jane, his his love interest in Ultimate Universe. Um, they're talking about going to Kong's coming home party from the army. Like, this sounds like a progression of Peter Parker in the Ultimate Universe. So I won't go into exactly what that means other than to say Dark Miles is on some version of something very, very close to the Ultimate Universe, and now he's coming back into Miles Morales' life as bringing the Green Goblin of the Ultimate Universe. It's really interesting. The return of the Ultimate Universe seems to be accelerating, right? Like, it's coming to a head. I think coming into 2020, it'll be the 20th anniversary of Ultimate Universe comics. I think it would be, honestly, kind of surprising if Marvel didn't prioritize that and really want to make a point of, hey, it's the 20th anniversary. We're going to do something big. We're going to bring back the Ultimate Universe. Now, technically, Marvel's editor-in-chief, C.B. Sabalski, has denied plans to restore the Ultimate Universe in 2020. I know this because I asked him myself at C2E2 in a Q&A that got some decent clickbait traction. Here are the options that I see for bringing the Ultimate Universe back into Marvel Comics. Option one, you bring it back as is. Everything we know and love about the Ultimate Universe, the style of the characters, their personalities, you bring that back. And you bring it with Donnie Cates and Tom Taylor, two very talented writers, Marvel Connections, who have expressed interest on Twitter of being you know, involved. I think you bring them back as the showrunners. And then you make it a creator-focused endeavor. You keep the line relatively streamlined like it was when the Ultimate Universe launched in 2000. Um, but you could do that. You could do that with all of the baggage of the Ultimate Universe. Now, my preferred option, option two, we'll call it, my favorite idea I've floated is every decade should bring a new Ultimate Universe to Marvel. If you look at the first Ultimate Universe run, and again, if you're this deep, I doubt you're shocked, but spoilers potential, the first Ultimate Universe has like approximately eight to nine very good years until Ultimatum hits. Let's call it eight. That's almost a decade. We almost made it, right? Then Ultimatum hits, things go off the rail. Then you get the start of Wave 2, kind of really with Miles Morales. That should be Ultimate Universe V2. You know, the start of Miles should have been the start of, I think, like you transition, and then you launch a new decade, a new modernity, a new modern take on the Marvel Comics universe, Miles Morales being involved. I think once you hit the 10-year mark, things that you were starting as modern, a la Ultimate Spider-Man number one in the year 2000 by Brian Michael Bendis and Mark Bagley, they start to feel more dated. You know, again, one decade at a time, I think you have this closed circuit of a 10-year run, you know it's going to have 10 years to build character, to build story. If there are things you love that are developed, great, good. We got good stories, and guess what? You can carry some of those ideas forward, whether it be into Earth-616 or a rebooted Ultimate Universe. I think everything I said about Option 1, Donnie Gates, Tom Taylor, is involved in showrunners, I think you do that, but you start it with what if the Marvel Universe was starting in the year 2020. A lot has changed in 20 years, you know? Look at the layouts of Ultimate Spider-Man and, and Peter Parker coming on as the, the web guy of the Daily Bugle, you know? The fact that he's even still working at a newspaper in the year 2000. In 2020, that looks different, right? There you have it. That's the idea for bringing back the Ultimate Universe. The idea, basically, do it. 
just do it. <laughs> like, why not? It'd be so much fun. People love the Ultimate Universe. It's been one of my go-to recs for starting place for new comics fans. I think it's got, like, there's so much nostalgia and love for it because it truly is this this helping hand into Marvel Comics. And again, this sort of closed, it doesn't have the baggage. It doesn't have the four decades of baggage that come before the year 2000 in Earth-616, you know? It doesn't have the continuity wrangles that, that I enjoy investigating, obviously, but for a lot of people, that's a lot easier to get into, and I totally understand that. I also think just as a brand, like I've talked a lot on Comic Book Herald about branding your lines is extremely important. People still search frequently for New 52 DC Comics. That is a brand name that's stuck in a lot of heads. The Ultimate Universe is similarly successful in terms of being a brand and being associated with sort of a closed, um, you know, separate continuity Marvel line. I think you bring it back in 2020, you say it's the 20th anniversary, let's do this again. Let's start with 2020 X-Men or Spider-Man or Fantastic Four, however you want to start at this time. Frankly, I think it would all be extremely, extremely exciting. My only condition here is, and I, yes, I'm dictating terms. That's how, <laughs> that's how involved I am in the consultative process. Don't overextend, right? The Ultimate Universe needs to be streamlined. It was originally, for the most part, it needs to be that way again. And I think the other thing, too, to consider, towards the end of the Ultimate Universe, there was a lot of consternation, a lot of hand-wringing about this universe isn't selling. It isn't moving in print. Don't treat it the same as you do your Earth-616 floppies, right? Put out graphic novels at a time, right? What we consider a trade, have that be one release. Experiment with release schedules. Experiment with sizes, you know? Like I've got here, this is Superman Smashes the Clan. Very differently sized comic than, you know, a typical floppy. Experiment a little, Marvel. Throw some ideas out there. Have the Ultimate Universe be the place to do that. So there you have it. That's my idea and what I want to see for 2020 Marvel Ultimate Universe. I hope we see it. I hope there's sort of a mini event in Miles that officially established in Miles Morales that officially establishes the return of Marvel's Ultimate Universe, and then we see that bad boy kick off with a new Marvel Universe number one, a new Ultimate Spider-Man number one, whatever you want to call it, and and then we have a run from 2020 to 2030 before we reboot it all again. There you have it. That's the Ultimate Universe idea. I want to hear what you think about it. Do you want to bring the Ultimate Universe back? How would you do it? Let's hear it in the comments on YouTube over on comicbookherald.com. I am happy to hear and share ideas as well. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Again, if you like the content here, please like and subscribe where you're listening. And as always, go on over to Comic Book Herald for more of my writing content and ideas. I appreciate all of your eyeballs and attention. And until next time, enjoy the comics. Enjoy the comics.